Welcome to the Unlearning Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Roxy. And we'd like to invite you to unlearn with us. We both have PhDs in trying to achieve unreasonable expectations we set for ourselves and that society has set for us. Shout out to all you Asian high achievers. So through this podcast, we'd like to discuss how we can free ourselves from listening to those expectations and to quiet down that daily self-judging voice in our heads. Follow us on Instagram. YouTube, and Facebook at Unlearning With Us to check our latest updates. Hey everyone, welcome back to Unlearning. I am so glad to have you joining us this week. And today's topic is particularly going to be really exciting and a bit personal. It's a question that I've asked myself my entire life. And hopefully at this moment, I've figured it out. But it's about how do you know if you've found the one? For me, I had several boyfriends and during each relationship, I always thought that they were going to be the one that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And obviously that was wrong. Otherwise, I'd currently have four men in my life. But with my latest one, so with my current husband, (laughs) current, it was really different and I don't mean this in the feeling sense it's not that I had different emotions for him I was super in love with each person I had the butterflies for each person and I also thought that each person made sense for me was good for me so there wasn't a shift in that but the shift between my exes and my husband right now was in a sense was done in a sense that it was really logical before we got together we literally both knew what we wanted and we also knew that us being together made a lot of sense so we didn't just care for each other but it just really made a lot of rational sense and that is why we ended up getting together because i was at a point in my life where i didn't want to fool around anymore I just wanted to be sure about who I was going to be with and I didn't really want to waste time. So it had to make sense for me to enter this investment and enter this relationship. So today I'm going to share with you the questions that I asked myself in order for me to realize that it did make sense, that it does make sense, and that this is the person that I can and will spend the rest of my life with. So let me just start off by saying I don't really believe in the one either. That basically means that you have to go through 8 billion people to find um, this one person that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. So I do believe that you'd be able to be happy with different kinds of people. And um, there are a selection of people out there for you. And... I think that it is an impossible task to put all of that pressure on one person. For me personally, it really isn't about waiting for that perfect guy to pass by or be in your life. It really is about just finding someone that aligns with you and finding someone that is has similar values and has similar beliefs to what you have, has similar priorities then making that decision together. So it's really not like a meant to be type of thing, at least 
in my opinion it's it's really a decision that again you logically have to make so i keep saying logical and it's not the sexiest thing and i'm aware of that but i swear this is really what makes our relationship healthy secure and this is how i really knew that this person was the one so i asked myself some questions before i got into another relationship because i didn't really want to avoid another heartbreak again and i didn't want to waste my time either um, and the first very very important question is you need to ask if this other person accepts you for who you are entirely and i mean um, not just your smart self your attractive self your pretty self but also your imperfect self the self that breaks down the self that cries um, from time to time or your overthinking side your ugly crying side your irrational side so if you have the feeling that this person only accepts who you can be and not really who you are then that's kind of a red flag <laughs> it is super important that this person knows all of your flaws knows you inside out and just wants to be with the person that you are not the person that you can be and obviously this person might also bring some things up that he might want to change um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because all relationships require compromise so i think there is an art to trying and uh, differentiating what you would need to compromise on and what you shouldn't compromise on and a good rule of thumb of that for me would be do you feel like you are betraying yourself do you feel like you're changing or altering your personality for this other person do you feel like you're not yourself anymore when it's things like maybe you can pick up your trash off the floor sometimes or maybe we can have this for dinner tonight it's not as serious and it's not as stressful but when it's something a little bit more you know personal and basically about your personality then you might want to question if this person does accept you for who you are or not so an ex of mine also told me in the past that i needed to be more ladylike and if you know me at all i'm really not the most graceful person like i am basically the person in the movies that has so many accidents that spills everything and this person was basically yeah trying to ask or kindly request that i become more ladylike and proper and at that point i thought it might be good for me because i mean who doesn't want to look elegant and proper but then i started to realize that that just really wasn't me because i couldn't force myself to not spill things like i don't like spilling things but i felt that this person took it against me and i think that's when you know that him him asking me to change this was not a compromise but rather him not accepting me for who i was and my imperfections because that is part of who i am and it's really really tough for me to change something like that and obviously when you're expecting someone to accept you for who you are that also doesn't give you the right to berate the other person and blame the other person and put all your drama on the table check in with yourself as well if you're being way too intense and if you're being way too dramatic so for example when i was younger 
I remember, and I when I say younger, I mean like 12. I remember I was on the phone with my ex and he wanted to go to sleep. And I told him, why do you want to go to sleep? Do you not want to talk to me anymore? And looking back at that moment at my former self, I definitely do cringe at the intensity of my demands and requests. But it is important to really ask yourself if what you're asking and what you're demanding is genuinely important or if you're also being too intense. It is so important for you to feel like you can be 100% yourself around this person. I mean, once you get married, you're going to be with them 24-7. There's no way for you to hide. All of your ugly demons and monsters are going to come out. Um, Not that you're an ugly demon or monster. Everyone is beautiful. But you're going to be spending every day next to this person. So you're not going to be able to hide at all. So you really just have to make sure that this person does accept you 100% again for who you are. The second question that you have to ask yourself is if you are willing to pay the price you need to pay to be in that relationship. The reason why I say this is because you really need to know what you're getting into and you also need to accept that this is the person that you're going to be with. So there's always going to be something you're not going to like about the other partner And it's up to you to really ask yourself if it's something that you're willing to put up with. If yes, then go ahead. Like that's something that you'd have to compromise on. But if no, then get the heck out of there because (laughs) you're not going to be happy if you will make excuses for him and make excuses for why you should stay, even though you know in your heart that you shouldn't. So... If your partner, for example, is untidy, can you really genuinely accept that that person will be untidy forever? Or if your partner is also naturally flirty, can you accept that they are flirty as a person and that they might not ever change and just trust that they, you know, will be there for you? Or if your partner also doesn't want kids, can you accept that he or she really doesn't want kids and not hope in the future that they will want kids and might change their minds. So I, for example, know that I can be interpreted as flirty because I tend to compliment people, whether that's guys or girls. And sometimes I might not even know them super well, but I might say, oh, you're so smart. You look so good. And, you know, that might be misconstrued as someone who's flirty. But my exes had issues with that and they always felt like, oh, you shouldn't be saying that kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. And with Alessio, he always really made me feel like it was okay for me to do that because that's who I was. And he accepted me for that quality. And that was the price that he was willing to pay to be in a relationship. Like he wasn't He knew that that was something that he'd have to deal with basically for the rest of his life. And luckily enough, he's also not like the most um, jealous person. So that was totally fine with him as well. So in conclusion, ask yourself if you can handle what your partner is, not the potential you see in them. The third question that you should ask yourself is if you feel heard in this relationship. So I think in every marriage, 
it, it will be inevitable that you will talk about things that are really important. You will talk about things that might be involve criticizing your partner or might involve something you're not happy with. And you don't want to bring up these issues and feel like the other person thinks it's bullshit or think it thinks it doesn't matter or thinks you're being too dramatic. This also means, of course, that you yourself have to question your own communication skills and see if what you say might be provoking the other partner. So a good rule of thumb is using I statements instead of you statements. So instead of saying, you never acknowledge my feelings, say, I feel like it would be nice if you acknowledged my feelings more. See, totally same message, different execution. The first one is totally blaming the other person because they have a fault, which would make them a little bit more defensive as well when you communicate this to them. While the second one is a bit more about you and the way you interpreted his actions versus his actions um, itself. So Alessio, my husband, has never made me feel unheard, even if he disagrees with me, and even if he thinks that what I'm saying is completely irrational and doesn't make sense at all. He always tries to make sense of what I'm trying to say and always tries to follow my logic too. And trust me, that is something that you would want in a relationship because if you can't communicate about the most important things and if you're just shut down and shut off from all these important topics, it's not going to be a great experience for you either because you do need to be able to talk about these things to be able to deepen your relationship with each other. The last question that you should ask yourself is if you have any doubts about this relationship whatsoever. In my opinion, it is important to probably have close to zero doubts because you don't want to go into your wedding day thinking, am I sure I'm going to be marrying this person? Am I sure I'm making the right decision? Like, that's not the kind of thought you want to have on your wedding day. You want to be totally happy and basking in full joy when you're marrying this person. So this also means that you have to identify for yourself what is truly important for you. Because in all honesty, you can never, never, ever be sure about the other person's intentions, what they're going to do. You know, like at one point, you don't really know if you're always going to be together, but what you can be sure of is your decision. You just need to know for yourself if you have complete and total faith and trust in the relationship that you're about to take, in the decision that you're about to make. And if you feel like your gut feelings telling you that you might want to rethink this big decision, then you probably should listen to your gut feeling. Like the worst thing that you can probably do to yourself is quiet. Try to quiet down that voice in your head that's telling you that you're not making a good decision because, yeah, um, you, you should probably listen to your gut feelings as well. So in conclusion, if you want to know if that other person is the one, this needs to be an immensely logical and rational discussion with yourself. And you need to ask the questions, does he accept you for who you are? Or does she accept you for who you are? Do you know what you're getting yourself into? Um, basically, the opposite of that. Like, do you accept him or her as well for who they are? Um, the third would be, do you ever feel unheard in the relationship? Or basically, are your communication skills okay with each other? Or do you have communication issues? 
And lastly, do you have any doubts about your relationship at all? So before we even got together, we already asked these questions because as I mentioned, I didn't want to waste any time anymore and I didn't want to be with someone that didn't make sense in the long term. I hope this was helpful for you in case you're at the stage of your life where you're trying to see if the person you're currently with is the right person or if you also are about to get into a relationship and you just don't want to make the same mistake again. Asking these questions were really helpful for me and I felt nothing but confidence, trust, and joy on my wedding day. Um, so I really do hope that this helps you as well. And if you have any insights or anything that resonated with you, please, please, please tag us on Instagram at unlearningwithus. We love seeing this and we love hearing your feedback. So happy to hear what you guys think. I can't wait to see you guys again on Unlearning. See you again next week and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. If you enjoyed, we would really appreciate it if you click the subscribe button on Spotify or Apple right now. And we'd love it as well if you could leave us a rating and review. Doing this helps us reach more people and help them unlearn their limiting beliefs.